Hi everyone, this is Brian Pinter from Christchurch. Welcome to the latest episode of our podcast, Sitting in the Ashes with Cinderella. This week, I'd like to reflect on how nature can help us with our grief work. I'll use the same text from the Cinderella story that we used last week. However, because Cinderella kept asking, the stepmother finally said, I have scattered a bowl of lentils into the ashes for you. If you can pick them out again in two hours, then you may go with us. The girl went through the back door into the garden and called out, You tame pigeons, you turtle doves, and all you birds beneath the sky, come and help me to gather. The good ones go into the pot, the bad ones go into your crop. Then two white pigeons came in by the kitchen window, and afterwards the turtle doves, and at length all the birds beneath the sky, came whirring and crowding in, and alighted amongst the ashes. And the doves nodded with their heads, and began pick, 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 pick. And the others also began pick, 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 and gathered all the good seeds into the dishes. And before half an hour was over, they had already finished, and all flew out again. So our question, how does nature, the non-human world, assist us in our grief work? First of all, I think we need to recognize that, that many of us have only limited contact with the natural world, especially those of us who live in cities and suburban areas. But I find that returning to nature can underscore that we're an important part of, of a beautiful and vast creation to which we are inextricably linked. This truth is, is clear in Scripture. We see in the biblical narratives, it's often played out in natural places. And nature actually functions to assist God in the work of salvation. Think, for example, of the story of the Israelites and the Exodus. The Red Sea cooperates with God to help bring about their salvation. And the same thing is true for us. Nature can serve us, assist us, as we seek healing, wholeness, and a deeper level of communion with God. Something that always impressed me about Greek and Russian Orthodox icons is the way nature is depicted. If you look carefully at them, you'll see that uh, the, the, the mountains and the plants and the trees all have this vertical energy. And that is meant to show that nature is there to, to lift us closer to heaven, to lift us closer to union with God. The mountains look like staircases. People can climb up to a closer place with God. Tree branches and leaves are pointing upward as if to direct our attention up into heaven, lifting human beings up to a higher way, a higher way of living. As I said, a closer sense of union with God. I think also when we go out into natural places and we're in intentional communion with nature, it allows us to see other creatures simply as God intended them to be. Everything out there in nature is just being itself. Thomas Burton would say that everything out there is praising God by just being itself. The rocks, the trees, the flowers, the rivers, all the other animals, in their unadorned, simple beauty, they are their true self, and by being their true self, that's their way of praising their maker. 
And what that does, it, it invites us to see ourselves as God intended us to be. It invites us to see our true self. It invites us to see our true self. It also reminds us of our, our identity as creatures of God, made in God's image and likeness, and that we're called to live in harmony with the vast expanse of other creatures. This can aid us in our spiritual work, in our grief work especially. If we take a walk through the woods, you will see that there is a cycle of birth, life, decay, death, and resurrection. It's all happening all the time right before our eyes. And I think that can mirror back to us what's happening in our own lives and what's going on in our own souls. That's our experience too. In the course of life, we're wounded. Something has to die. We have to grieve so that something new can be born. Nature reflects that to us. It can teach us something about ourselves and nature can help us in the, in the journey, as I said, the journey to wholeness and a deeper sense of spirituality and in the case of our grief work, healing. Last week, I, I talked about rituals and how we can create rituals as a community to do our, our grief work and our healing work. And this week, as we focus on nature, I might suggest that's, that we can create rituals with nature for our personal healing. I think before I mentioned uh, one that the Cree Indians had. When they had to do grief work, they would go find a tree and they would, they would make a wound in the bark. And as they went through their grieving process, they would periodically go back to the tree. And as they saw the wound healing, that symbolized something that was happening inside of them. Another practice we might do in nature is something called a death lodge. We take with us some symbols of what we need to grieve over and let go. And we go out to a, a, a wild place and we simply lay down in the soil. You might even cover yourself with, with leaves or some branches or something. And we just spend some time laying on the soil. And in this, as we do this, it helps us to, to, to let go, to let something die, let something new be born. When we can embody this, when we, when we create that ritual, it touches something deep in the soul. And doing it with nature and the energy that nature gives us can be amazingly transformative. Or perhaps you might, you might take those objects that are symbolic of your grief and you might bury them in the earth. Or if it's safe to do so, you could, you could give them to the oceans or the waters. But above all, know that nature is there to assist us on our journey to holiness and wholeness. So as we close this week, I invite you to reflect on this question. How might you let nature help you with your grief work? Or how has nature helped you with this work in the past? And with that, we go into meditation.